Welcome back, talkers. The latest episode of the I'm Just Talking podcast. I am your host, Cello. It is currently a Sunday evening. And it is record day. Uh, it is September 5th, uh, three days ago, September 2nd. I turned 46. I thought about talking about myself. But I'm not going to do that. Well, I guess I sort of am. Uh, this episode will be uh, in conjunction with the beginning of the NFL season. Um not statistical, not like who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. You know, nothing, you know, no predictions for the years or uh, anything like that. But um, hopefully if you're new to the show, you could, uh, hopefully you're listening on either Apple, Google, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Cast Box, Overcast, and Pocket Casts. Um, follow me. I'm just, I'm underscore just underscore talking on Instagram. Um, so like I said, I just turned, I turned 46 three days ago. Very blessed to see another year. A lot of people that I know and and some that actually have September birthdays, oddly enough, uh, they didn't make it one reason or another. A lot more people this year than probably in previous years of my life. So very happy that that Jesus gave me another another year. Uh, I'm trying to take care of myself, although my workouts have been very sporadic lately. Um, But um, yeah, so hallelujah to that, right? Like, it's almost exhausting to think about it. Like, I'm at an age where I'm starting to... you know, I don't really want to party on my birthday, but I, you know, you're happy to have another birthday. So, um, you know, praise the Lord there, man. Like, it's almost depressing to think about it. But um, football season starts this coming Thursday, um, which is, it's relevant only because my A, number one, all-time dream was to play in the NFL. Specifically, I wanted to be an NFL running back. Um, also, I share a birthday with Terry Bradshaw, um, Hall of Fame quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Eric Dickerson. Uh, I believe he's in the Hall of Fame, and if not, he should be. Um, he, at one time, was the all-time leading rusher. So for a little while, like I had these dreams of being an NFL running back, wearing the number 29, um, you know, and being awesome. Um, I My love for football goes way back. I, I think I had to have been like five or six years old. And I don't know if my brother, my oldest brother, is going to listen to this or more of my cousin, any of my cousins, but we used to play knee football, and I was the running back. And I and I'm younger than them, like one by five, one by four years, one by nine years. So they were like teenagers, pretty much. And uh, my my aunt Mary had a uh, a decent sized living room, or at least I thought so back then. And 
you know, in true Italian American fashion, of course, there was a nice couch, but it had plastic on it. And uh, anyway, I was either the ball carrier where I had to get to the couch and they would just pummel me or they would set the ball behind them and I had to try to get the ball. And I guess I just love that challenge. I love the contact. Um, I couldn't play organized football until I was in junior high because it was expensive. Uh, my dad didn't make a ton of money in the military. My mom worked a second, you know, worked another job and whatever. But it just it was, it wasn't an expense that they could afford. But like where we lived in New York, we lived in the base housing, which, you know, they had like common play areas and stuff and all the kids would get together and we would play football, baseball, basketball, whatever, soccer, you know. Um, but I loved playing like backyard football. And then, you know, Barry Sanders comes along and he's a short statured guy and I'm kind of quick. I, I don't know that I have breakaway speed. I'm sure I would have get hawked from behind if I ever really got one in the open field kind of a thing. But I was quick enough and I was shifty enough to where I could make people miss on the playground and stuff. Then you get, you know, then I got to junior high and I got to put on like shoulder pads and a helmet for the first time. And it, and it was great. Um, I, I, I tend to say I'm athletic, but I'm not athletically gifted. So of course I could play, but to my detriment, uh, my genetics didn't allow me to be very big. I was always very small for my age. I'm still am. Um, so I was the smallest guy on the team. You know, I got a little bit of run in junior high. I played a little defensive back, you know, scrub time stuff. I did unfortunately have one carry for negative three yards and a fumble. Um, I didn't quite understand. And I think about it now because I know the game better. Um, I got in the game. We were winning. They just wanted me to get a couple yards and get out of bounds. Well, I took the ball wide. And as I tried to turn up field, I, I don't know if I could ever forget this. So I get the pitch. And I, I feel like I turned up field pretty quick. But I guess not. As I turned up field, this kid was just waiting for me. And he looked like he was a little bit smaller, too. Um, they they had like, I want to say they had red and white colors. We had yellow and red, kind of like the um, the Washington football team, uh, which was funny because we were also represented by the football. It was Woodland Junior High School in East Meadow, New York. Um, the Woodland Warriors. Same kind of setup, the Indian, the whole nine. Anyway. And I turned up field, and this kid was in the broke-down position, and he fucking clobbered me, man. He totally lit me up. And uh, I fell out of bounds. And my friend at the time, Brian Jack, his brother was going to the local high school there. He was the first face I saw. Like, it's all right, man. Get up, get up. You're good, you're good. And I, I don't know that I've ever been hard hit harder. So... Like, I just love that physicality. I love trying to prove I can play with the big dogs, right? And, you know, a couple times in practice, I juke some of the kids that were, because that was a, a junior high, so, or they call it middle school now. So that was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. So some of the ninth, you know, most of the ninth grade kids played. And the seventh and eighth grade kids, you know, if you were really good, you played. But most of the time, you played mop-up duty. And, like, I juked a couple kids in practice and, you know, did okay on fumble drills. 
I remember I was supposed to receive the, the opening kickoff of the first game. And I went up to go get it, and it didn't touch me, although the ref said it did. And uh, I never returned a kick after that. So just imagine if I would have caught that kick and maybe took it to the house. That would have been like the confidence I needed to keep playing. Um, but I mean, then I then I moved to Italy, which, you know, Amer- American high school, if you've listened to my other episodes, American high school, like I couldn't play in eighth grade because they didn't have, you know, the funds and whatever to have a junior high team. They just had a high school team. And, uh, you know, I get some fucking old ancient helmet. We didn't have matching jerseys, but I got to play. I didn't play a ton either there, but, you know, I, I wanted to be a defensive back. So they play, you know, I've got played in mop-up duty. I played, you know, scout team in practice. And I just always loved, it didn't really matter if I was delivering the hit in terms of like, I was trying to play defense, like defensive back or whatever. Or if I was, you know, absorbing a hit as the running back. Or if I was, you know, delivering the blow as, you know, putting my head down and trying to truck somebody. I just love it. I just love the violent nature. Now, one thing is, is, and I don't know if this is because I was shorter, um, but I've always felt like I've had something to prove. I don't think I have a Napoleon complex, by the way, but those of you who really know me would know if I do or not because it's hard to look inside yourself and agree, like, yeah, I got a Napoleon complex. But I've always felt this desire to prove that I was just as good or if not better than other people. Like, can't stand to lose, competitive fire, and... But I felt better about myself if if I came, you know, like my coach, Coach McNeely used to say, hell-bent for leather, and just rammed, just, just put myself in harm's way. Um, I really enjoyed when I got the chance to play like a little defense, you know, like we're destroying a team or something, and I got in a linebacker, and I got to like clip somebody's legs, or I got to, you know, try to tackle somebody, or get in there on like, you know, I was a special teamer my junior year, so get in there on kickoffs and punt team and, you know, just try to just try to hit somebody, find someone to block, get to the ball carrier and try to get a tackle. Like, I just love that physical, violent nature of it. And, um, and I guess that, that desire, like, I, I thought, you know, going back, back, you know, rewinding a little bit, you know, as a six, seven-year-old, I guess I didn't really equate. Well, first of all, at six or seven, I didn't realize I was that small. You know what I mean? Probably it was like eight or nine when I started going, yo, you motherfuckers are growing and I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, so I was the guy that if I was going to make it, it was going to be complete luck. Um, And, you know, you'd... You got to learn at some point to chase your dream in a different way. So being a running back may not have been the thing, Um, you know, because I'm not blessed with great speed or whatever it is. You know, maybe, you know, I could have trained and been a good kicker. So football is just, to me, an amazingly intense um, I 
oddly satisfying, stressful, I don't know, 10 to 20 seconds of playtime, and then you rest. And then you the whistle blows and 10 to 20 seconds of violent collisions. And then you rest. 10 to 20 seconds of, you know, sprinting down the field and cracking a helmet or hitting shoulder pads or, you know, it's like getting into a car wreck repeatedly and then being okay and then doing it all over again. And I think that because I was so competitive and because I was so out to prove everybody that I wasn't just the small guy, like I could do the stuff that the big guys can do. I guess I played with anger when I played, of course, but I've always been somewhat of the uh, alter ego is kind of like the Incredible Hulk kind of like I'm always angry. I'm never satisfied ever. Like even stupid things that have nothing to do with football, like right down to eating. I just keep eating. I'm not fat anymore, but I just keep eating. Like I just don't slow down. So I was the guy, I am the stereotypical guy that, you know, doesn't have the talent, isn't big enough, you know, he's never going to make it kind of a thing. And I wouldn't, it would have been a huge long shot, obviously being, I mean, honestly, folks, like I'm five foot three on a good day. I might be five foot four if I pull a Costanza and put on my Timberlands. You know what I mean? Like I would have had to work out and gain, you know, all kinds of speed. You know, back then when I was coming up, it was like, oh, do plyometrics and then you can run faster. The fastest 40 yard dash I ever ran was five flat. And, you know, that was without pads. I mean, that was with pads, I'm sorry. And that was after practice. So maybe I'm fresh. Maybe, you know, I've warmed up. Maybe I'm not in pads for eight, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not fast. Um, and I just, I just loved to play. And, you know, if God would have made me three, four inches taller, would that have mattered? I don't know. I think if you're someone like me, you have to be exceptional. Like I had to run like a four, three forty for anybody to pay attention to me. Uh, my senior year though, um, I started and I started at guard. I think I was left guard. Yeah. I think I was a left guard. And this had been a pro I had been approached to, to do this by the coach a year or two before that, but I didn't want to play. I mean, I guess I, I should have just wanted to play regardless, but I was, you know, I'm five, three, I'm a hundred, I was 125 pounds at the time. And they used that to an advantage. Whereas the bigger burly kids, they're, even if they, they were at a disadvantage. If they tried to block, block me at my body, their center of gravity comes lower and I could somewhat control them. Of course, I can't hold them, but I could, you know, I could turn them. I could chip block them, which is really, I got really good at that. 
and I can, you know, not their knees, but like their thighs to like maybe their belly button was always vulnerable because their first move is to stand up a little bit. Because if they went out, if they went, if they, if, if they were to like fire low, then I'm able to control them and just push them out of the way because their head has to stay down. So in order to keep their head up, they would kind of turn their torso up. And, and a couple of times I got a guy right on the hip, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the best game we had was an away game. I want to say it was at that this, this school called Vicenza and my boy Damien was the running back. And it was one of the, we were a terrible team that year when I was a senior in the beginning, but he, he had a really good game. And he gave me like big compliments. Like I was just, I was just turning guys. They were firing out and I was hitting them in the hip and they would naturally just turn the hole would just open up and he would run right off my back. And I I felt so fortunate to be able to play that much, to play that position and actually have some success. There was one kid and he was a fat old little pull, roly pull. He was bigger than me, obviously he was taller than me, but he was fat and he, I had him frustrated probably first or second series. He couldn't, he couldn't get by me. He wasn't quick enough to, you know, to juke me. And if he tried to overpower me, which was the common thing, he would fall because he's coming, he's off balance trying to push me because he's pushing kind of downward and he would just fall over or he then he would stand up and try to swim move me, but once he did that, he stood standing straight up, and I'm able to, you know, right off his hip, just boom, just spin him just enough. So, like imagine, like I, I kind of half imagine that if I would have played offensive line, you know, when they told me to, I want to say I was a sophomore or maybe I was a junior, but uh, if I'd have done that, then maybe that would have gotten me, you know some confidence, helped me understand the game better. Um, I played defensive line earlier that year too, but I, but I got hurt. So I just, they, and then this freshman kid, when my boy Lamont stepped up and took that spot, which he should have, um, cause he was, he's a big kid. He was a good athlete. And, uh, if I was able to, you know, play a little bit more, I, you know, maybe I would have tried harder or maybe I should have tried harder or maybe I should have gotten up at, six o'clock and ran laps in the neighborhood or done push-ups or done something to, to get my body physically ready. Um, but I so enjoyed it. I so enjoyed trying to, you know, the bigger guys, the naturally bigger guys, and they didn't have success. My first game, I think I played kind of poorly because I don't know that I was really understanding what I needed to do. But once, and then the other thing too is that they did, and I got to get some physicality this way too, is we would run like the old school sweep where the guards would pull. And I love that because these guys didn't expect, or sometimes they wouldn't even see me because, you know, I'm pulling. I was usually the second pulling guard. So the first, the right guard would pull and then I would pull or the left guard would pull. And then I can't remember if I was left or right. How can I not remember that? I want to say I was the right guard. But anyway, you know, when I was the second puller, um, you know, the first guy goes through the hole and on the second guy, bam, they wouldn't see me and boom. You know what I mean? I recovered a fumble in the championship game that we lost, by the way. Um, so like just the sheer joy of that, 
you know, was, was, was what I wanted. I wanted to do that with my life. You know what I mean? Like if right now, like I live in Northern California, so it would only be the Niners left. But so if the Niners called me tomorrow and like they had like an open tryout, like I would definitely, I, I wouldn't make it, but I would do it. One of the things that I enjoyed though, too, was of course, you, you know, it's, it's a locker room culture and you know, you're like, you make lifelong friends and, in these situations, but I've always liked the, the the preparing for battle, getting in a mind frame where, you know, the night before the game, you, you, you're supposed to, or at least they coached us to visualize what you were going to do, believe it and you'll do it, go over the plays in your head. And then the next day was like game day. Um, my Facebook page, I actually took my Instagram too. My regular Instagram, Cello0902, has a picture of me post-workout. And that's my game face. And I loved having that game face. I wanted the eye of the tiger, boy. I wanted to I wanted to be focused. And I just loved, like, just putting on the equipment. You know what I mean? Like, tight pants, you know, hip pads and knee pads and like half of the, like the half of the NFL don't wear any of this shit anymore, but like the thigh pads and, you know, just the, you know, I'm a high sock wearer guy. So like, you know, tight, high socks. Um, I didn't wear arm pad, but I wore like elbow pads and, you know, and then you, and then you, then you put your shoulder pads on and then you, then your, your helmet. And the last thing that goes in is your mouthpiece and like, you were ready, man. I felt like Voltron and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you you think you think you're a freaking gladiator, a Roman soldier or something, you know? And you go, and and it's crazy. I was never I was never worried about getting hurt. Like I knew everybody was bigger than me, and I had you know there's a couple of guys that were within range, you know, five five, five six, you know, 150, 160 pounds that that I knew. You know, a collision with them would be a little bit more equal. And, uh, you know, I kind of equated to like, and I don't race cars, but like, you you get down, you put your mouthpiece in, you're in your stance, and, you know, you're watching the ball if you're on defense, listening for the snap count on offense. And it's like the race car driver hitting the gas. You know, cornerbacks calling signals, and then it's set, hot, hot, and then it's like go, and you just have to go. And especially being on the offensive line, it was like hot, hot, bam, bam, and you're cracking each other. You know what I mean? Um, we had pretty decent teams most of the years I played, except for my senior year. Um, I was only one of like three or four returning kids, and I didn't remember. I didn't play very much. I played. I knew all the plays because I had been with the, you know, the same coach forever. The legend, Coach McNeely, Aviano High School. Um, we, uh, you know, we tried hard. We got beat. We had a small league, so, you know, I don't want to bore you guys with that. But, like, with football season always starts, it always brings me back to the days that I did play or the day, you know, how much fun I had playing and, um, you know, whether it was trying to 
you know, I remember catching a pass, um, a sprint right pass, and uh, one of the upperclassmen, Greg Wilson, just plastered me. Boom! But I held on to the ball, and, like, they were proud of me. You know what I mean? Another time I was playing scout defense, and I was the linebacker, and he ran he ran me over. He, he purposed him. That was his MO anyway. And he hit me. And as he hit me and I was going, I was falling, I just held on. I think I held on to one of his feet. And he, he basically tripped He basically tripped on me because he hit me so hard. But, like, I got props that day in practice because, I, you know, I tackled Greg Wilson. And it was like, you know, that, it's, 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 it's a cheap thrill. It's a cheap accolade. But, like, you know, that's why I played football. I played football for that, for someone to tap me on the helmet, to do – sort of the unexpected, um, to, to be out there and competing and, you know, hanging with your buddies. And I didn't play because my friends were on the team. Um, I played cause I wanted to play. Like I remember going up to the coach and asking him if I could play in the eighth, you know, Hey, when's football tryouts? He's like, you're only in eighth grade. I'm like, yeah, so. And he's like, we only have a ninth grade team. And what I should have done that year, if, if I'm thinking back of, on it honestly too, is what I should have done is I should have went out to practices. I should have helped him with practice. I should have dedicated more time. Um, I beat myself up a little bit because, like, I could have played JUCO somewhere or sat the bench even at a JUCO somewhere, I'm sure. Um, I tried the local high school, American River College. Um, I came to the States the first time in the summer of 94. And uh, in the fall, that for that fall semester, I went and I tried to get a military dependent waiver so that I could get in-state tuition here in California. It didn't work because my brother wasn't my sponsor. He wasn't my legal guardian, blah, blah, blah. But in the meantime, while we were trying every loophole we could figure out, I walked onto the team. And I didn't think too much about being a kicker until this point. And then if I really wanted to chase my dream, um, I, I should have followed through. But anyway, so you go in, they, they, you have to get a physical. So I walk in the doctor, a little old white man, like, like no taller than me, but very skinny. And he's like, okay, you're trying out for the team, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you must be a kicking specialist. And I was like, yeah, not really. I can't kick. You know, I want to be a defensive back. So we go and we get all the defensive back together. There was this one kid, 6'1", 6'2"-ish, muscular. Must have been on the team the year before because the coaches knew him. He was kind of the leader of that group. We have a little meeting. I forget. They just went over, like, general shit. And then I found out a couple days later that I didn't qualify for the student um, for the waiver. Tuition was going to be something stupid, like 10000 bucks for the year. My parents didn't have it. Um, my brother didn't have it. So I remember calling from the kitchen phone at my brother's, his ultimately became his first wife, you know, the landline went to fucking cord and shit, you know, telling the coach that I wasn't going to be able to be, make it back. I didn't get my tuition. I don't think he cared. I just thought it was the most professional thing I could do. So, you know, I could have worked out all that year and then tried again the next year. Uh, but by then I was supporting myself and I just didn't do it. But like, I remember I went, then I went back to Italy and I talked to coach and I'm like, yeah, I talked to coach Mac. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I, I tried to walk onto the team, but tuition didn't work out. He was like, it's nice, isn't it? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you just, just to be a part of something. And ultimately 
just to be a part of a football team, just to put on a helmet, to get some shoulder pads, you know, have a jersey and make a play here and there throughout your years on the team, recovered like recovering the fumble or, you know, your homies giving you props because you did good blocks that day. That guy, I miss that camaraderie. I miss the physical, violent nature of it. And every time football season comes around, like, I think about it. Not so much what could have been because I just wasn't gifted enough. I didn't have the size. I didn't have the ability, you know. And, you know, maybe I play a year or two of Juco um, at best. You know what I mean? I don't make it to the pros. I could have, you know, tried to become a trainer. Another teacher, you know, told me to look into sports medicine if I wanted to stay close to sports because obviously he knew that I was, you know, as close to a midget as you, midget as you could be. So it just brings back those memories. I love those times. Um, every once in a great while, like, I want to f- find a football helmet at Goodwill or something and put it on. You know what I mean? Go find a mouthpiece and mold it to my teeth. You know, just little shit. Um, maybe I'll join a flag football league. I don't know. I just love football. I wanted to be an NFL running back, and it didn't. It just didn't work out. You guys, thanks for listening. Um, just my little anecdotes of my football, my high school football career. Feel like Al Bundy right now. Uh, this episode will drop uh, nine six eight a.m. So mon- tomorrow morning at eight a.m. Uh, just to, you know, if you want to listen to my me talk about my you know football and how I love it and the violent nature of it um, and why I love it. Um, give it a listen. I have other episodes. Feel free to listen to like subscribe, share, um, comment, rate, you know, whatever. Um, remember Google, Spotify, Apple, um, what's the other one? Sorry, I have to add another segment. So as I was saying, and I was starting to then I do this, I started, the time was ticking down and I was trying to rush to get it in. But so like, subscribe, share, share with your friends. Um, give me a, a, a review on Apple. Um, follow me at I'm underscore just underscore talking on Instagram. Um, and then of course I'm on Spotify Anchor. Apple, Google, Castbox, Overcast, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts. Um, I really, really enjoy kind of talking to myself, I guess, but really feel like you know I can connect with somebody. If it's as little as "Man, I love football too," then you know you're in the right place. Just remember, it's not scripted. It's freestylish. It's 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 typically not very well researched. Um, it's just topics I find interesting, like the start of football season and how it takes me back. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. We are just under 600 listens. So remember, respect, unity, equality. Cello is out. 